Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode 18 of the Play It By Ear podcast. And we uh, want to take this opportunity to thank those who are with us on our Facebook Live right before this recording occurred. And uh, that has been an incredibly enjoyable experience for us, uh, kind of our uh, dipping our toe in do, doing video. Um, I'll have to admit myself, and I don't know if I can speak for the other two, but... Uh, I was dead set against video uh, starting out this little venture. I'm, I guess I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it now with the Facebook Live thing. But uh, uh, maybe something to watch out for from us down the road here a piece. Because of because of you guys, because of the, you know, making yeah. us feel very welcome and, right. Uh, right. you know, asking us questions and interacting with us on there. And um, so you can help us feel more comfortable so then maybe we can broaden our. Yes. It's been a good time. Absolutely. I uh, introduce my cohorts, Mr. Griffin. Howdy ho. Mr. Liming. Hello. 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 I'm Eric Fiscus. Hello. I cracked myself up the other one listening to the last episode. I'm Squire Jack. I like that. I'm Squire Jack. <laughs> I, I told that story. Squire before. Jack. Squire. Mr. Jack. <laughs> Uh, yes, again, this is episode 18 of the Play It By Ear podcast, and if you have not been with us before, the way this works, we all come to the table with a topic, and we talk about that topic for 20 minutes, and uh, the conversations are largely unrehearsed. Well, the conversations are largely unrehearsed, and for the most part, the topics are kind of sprung out on us uh, at, at the moment. Uh, we do have a, a tiny bit of conversation about those, but... Uh, the conversation is fairly organic when you hear it recorded. Uh, really, is the first time we've talked at length about uh, the topics. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us on several different podcast providers. Our biggest provider is Spotify. Uh, again, among others, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, our uh, host site, anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. Uh, we are on Facebook, as I mentioned, the Facebook Live piece. Uh, you can search us out there at Play It By Ear Podcast. And uh, Google, uh, I say Google Podcast, I meant Twitter is what I meant to say. Uh, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod number two. And uh, if you'd ever like to email us, which no one's ever emailed us either, but if you would <laughs> like to do that, uh, Play It By Ear Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. We're, we're everywhere. We, we are, are everywhere. everywhere. And we're lonely. As you can tell, we need a tweet and an email. Are you lonely? A tweet-mail. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there All you right. go. All right. So, again, we do these uh, topics in uh, rotating order. And our first uh, deliverer of a topic tonight is Todd Griffin. So, Todd, take it away. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, kicking things off tonight, I thought the last episode... Uh, I was hosting a topic, uh, questions that, uh, you know, thought-provoking questions. 
things like that. Uh, funny questions, may, maybe some of them be, you know, might be funny, but just thought-provoking questions to bring up some good uh, debate, or not debate, I guess, sharing our opinions on these things. And I felt like we didn't really get the surface scratched. Uh, most of that was because of we uh, talking about soup and, uh, and uh, cereal. cereal. And forks. Sorry, uh, That took up about uh, two-thirds of that segment. So I requested to come back and hit this one again. And to be honest with you, this 20 minutes won't be enough to finish this. This is a pretty uh, lengthy list that I, that I have here. But I'll just get right into it. The first question I have, gentlemen, how do you f- – and I know this is pretty uh, – this, this is a heated topic out there in, in the world. Uh, how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? Oh. We might have our first disagreement. Debate, boys, debate. Eric, I guess since I exclaimed first, yes. I'll, I'll, <laughs> it was barely noticeable, though. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah. I, I just can't say that pizza is a place for a fruit, unless it's a fruit unless pizza. It's, unless it's a fruit yeah. pizza, and, and I have very clear parameters, and I'm, I'm going to get off the beaten path with this question or answer. I mean, I have parameters for my salad. Like, my wife likes these salads that have strawberries and things like that. I can't know. Cranberries and strawberries. Grapes. Yeah. Grapes and nuts. On, on lettuce salad. No, that's no place for fruit to me. Sort of like vegetables and jello, that kind of reaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we discussed that one. Uh, and I guess my parameters for pizza are similar. Pizza is no place for fruit unless it is, as Mr. Griffin pizza, yeah. said, a fruit pizza. And fruit pizza doesn't have pineapple on it even. I've never. I, I've seen. Fruit have you pizza. seen it? Uh, it, it? It's it's not a major player, but mm-hmm. occasionally you'll see some pineapple a on chunk. a fruit pizza, a chunk or two. Um, but again, uh, the the uh, Italian. Of course, there's a debate, Ted. Some people say pizza is not Italian, that it it got its start elsewhere. But uh, uh, Brady, uh, Eric, is, are you? Is your, I'm done. You're I'm done with that. Okay, yes. so Brady. I have a feeling that we're going to hear the other side of this debate. Yeah, um, I love pineapple on my pizza. Um, the Hawaiian pizza that has the ham and pineapple on it is great. Um, there is a pizza at the Mellow Mushroom, and it's a Caribbean. Um, it's got jerk chicken and pineapple on it, and it's absolutely tremendous. Um, I get my calzones with pineapple in it. It just kind of offsets it. I, I know, it coming from the guy that, you know— has some pretty rigid eating habits. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like the pineapple and the pizza, but, but, but let's be really clear. Um, it's gotta be a certain kind of pizza. I don't like pepperoni and pineapple. That's not meant to be together. There's certain ingredients that have, there are certain conditions that have to line up for that pineapple to be on the pizza, but when it lines up, it's good stuff. So, well, I, I can't say I've heard of a, Calzone with pineapple. That's because I created it. I asked for the spe- I asked for the uh, capicola ham and the pineapple for my custom made calzone. So it's like a Hawaiian pizza in a bread tube. Mm. A hot pocket. I'm I'm gonna break this uh, tie and I'm gonna side with Mr. Fiscus. <laughs> uh, I and, figured. And here's why. Was... Here's here. I have a I have some parameters too. And and Eric, I never really thought of them that way. But so I, I feel. I feel pretty good to say I have parameters too about my food. I didn't know I had these, but I have a strict. I don't like foods that spread 
and change the flavor of other parts of the food or, or toppings or anything like that. Like, for, you know, and pineapple does indeed do that. You, you can't pick pineapple off pizza and not no. still taste the pineapple. Exactly. That's what I, I, I was not doing a very good job of explaining that. But, and if you don't, and one of my biggest pet peeves with pizza is, let's say you don't like a certain topping. They don't like pineapple. Right. And people say, well, you can just pick it off. No, no you can't. Your entire pizza's ruined. Your cheese is all sweet and pineapple-y. Your, your meat is sweet and <laughs> sweet pineapple-y. cheese. Uh, and so... I thought you weren't a cheese snob. Well, unless it has pineapple <laughs> use on it. Uh, to be one of the various cheeses. So that's why I don't like pineapple on it. I, I'm not a huge fan of pineapple anyway, but the fact that you can't remove it from the pizza and not still run the pizza. And there are other toppings that way too. Right. But, you know, my mom and dad always said, like, when I was a toddler, like, just eating solid foods, we were on vacation someplace, and they said, I just absolutely destroyed a bowl of pineapple. I had two-fisted spears of pineapple, and I've loved it since I was little, so. Well, I like pineapple. In fact, today, I just had a a pineapple outshine bar. I love them. How about this? Devil's concoction of pineapple with cottage cheese on it. Ugh. Oh gosh, yeah. Satan's vomit with anything. Yeah, that was that was definitely brewed in Satan's kitchen. <laughs> yes, it was. Cur- yes, it was. Cur- curdled milk. I, I milk. 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 This this being milk. <laughs> That's a bad party cut, reference. Milk to cut your off. <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, this may be this may be tough. We may have to pass on this one, but I, I just wanted to hear what you thought. What is the funniest joke you know by heart? Is there a go-to joke that you have that that can be oh, that's TV fourteen? Uh, yeah, I, I think I've got one. It's TV fourteen, but pushing it, okay. and I've been told to tell this joke multiple times. Okay, do you, do you, do you want com- me to? I would like you to tell Go it. ahead. Let's see. All right. Ah. I, I'll go ahead and try it. It, it. Okay. There was these uh, explorers, and they were going through the wilds of the rainforest, and they were captured by a cannibalistic tribe. And the cannibalistic tribe's chief gave them a sporting chance. He's like, now, we're going to throw you in this pot and eat you, but we always give you an opportunity. And that is that... Um, I'm going to send you out to the, you know, to the forest and you have to come back with the fruit. All right. So the, the first guy comes back with a fruit and it is a, um, like a guava, you know, it's about the size. And the chief says, um, you have to insert this said guava into your posterior. <laughs> and if you, um, I'm guessing it, that's not how you tell the joke when you're not on a podcast. Yes. Right? Yes. So, and the thing is, if you don't make a face, if you just, like, keep a stone face, we will let you go free. And then the guy puts the guava in his posterior and makes a face, and they immediately lop his head off and throw him in the pot. So, um, the second guy comes back, and he has this tiny, tiny berry. So, they're, you know, in the process, and he just busts out laughing, and they lop his head off. Right. So uh, the three explorers meet in heaven. It's like, dude, you were in the clear. You had that tiny berry. What the heck was wrong? He said, I saw the third guy coming with a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why it just. <laughs> Which ties in very nicely to the first so, question. Well, the, it does. Yes. Very, yes. Yes. Segway. 
Eric, do you have a go-to joke? Or? I, I really don't. You don't? No. I have one that I, I like to tell. Uh, and uh, I tell my students every year, and they don't laugh. And, you know, I tell lots of people they don't laugh. But every once in a while, I get a laugh out of it. So, and it's a story of two whales <clears throat> just uh, sitting in a bar. You know, as, as whales do. As whales tend whales to do. Too. So two whales sitting in the bar, and, you know, one whale turns to the other whale and says, <laughs> the first time you, the first time you told that, uh, my ribs split with laughter because I was not expecting that. I laughed for hours. Well, like I always ask people, what did you expect the whales to say? <laughs> All right. Uh, beyond the whale sitting in a bar. I mean. Next question. I, and this gentlemen, you guys will like this question. What's the best type of cheese? <laughs> is various off the board. Various is off the, the cheese board. Yeah, the cheese board. Yeah. You uh, got to pick one. And that's tough for me, but you got to pick one. Um, easy. Smoked Gouda. Mm. A good smoked Gouda. Love it. I, that's a Gouda. That's a Gouda Gouda. That's a Gouda one. Gouda. Yeah. Um, Can I back up a second before Eric answers? Yeah. Um, no tasty backsies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, the, no, no, I had to change my answer because my uh, cousins, the I call them the Wisconsin Limings. I have my first cousins live in Wisconsin, and um, which is the cheese capital. And I got some smoked bacon cheese that my uncle had brought back one time. And oh my good lord, um, it was a yellow cheese with bacon in it. But I'm not sure what the base cheese was. Uh, but no, 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 but back that's, up. that's yeah. Back I, up. I know what you're going to say here. Yeah. That, that's a concocted cheese. There you go. Okay, so that's that a, doesn't count? That's, that's not a yeah. pure cheese. Okay, I'll, I'll stick with smoked Gouda, but that smoked bacon cheese was the bee's knees. The bee's cheese. Yeah, and then there we are with the alliteration again. Or rhyming. I guess a rhyming. You get alliteration rhyming. Hey, I, I it's, it's, a, it's a fourth grade standard, so it's, <laughs> that was a long time ago for <laughs> fourth grade. Which matches my maturity level. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, Partial to Colby Jack, Ooh. like a Colby Jack, yeah, Mr. Squire Jack, Squire Jack. Colby Jack. I like I like Colby Jack as well. I do too. Uh, Got some in my fridge right now, gentlemen. This is hard for me. Uh, this is maybe the hardest thing because you're like a various cheese. Yes, I like various cheeses and served on a cheese board, a log of <laughs> cheesy goodness, various meats and cheeses. Uh, I I'm gonna uh, good is good. Colby Jack's good. Yes. But I'm going to go with a nice Munster. 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 <laughs> Munster cheese. With the brown rind on it? I, I'm, I'm not a big rind person, uh, so I, I don't typically, much like meringue, it, it comes off. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, so you skin your cheese yeah, you gotta, as well as your pie. got to skin her back. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Munster is what I'm going with. It's a good cheese. But in any case, all we're saying is... Give cheese a chance. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd see you now. <laughs> Smart asses. <laughs> All right, you next question. <laughs> uh, I was doing that in the car today, by the way. Where is the strangest place that you've either urinated or defecated? Easy. That is the cleanest way I've ever said that. Yes, <laughs> this is this is an easy one for me. Done your commerce. <laughs> yeah. Conducted my commerce. Um, I was 
I forget if I was 15 or 16, but all I know is I was in a car with my friends on the way to the Def Leppard Tesla concert on the Hysteria Tour in Cincinnati at U.S. Bank Arena. Now, now my wife, I, I have to kind of veer off here since you bring up Tesla. Um, we were talking to some friends of ours, and he brought up Tesla, and she goes, Oh, that Christian band. Huh? Ah. Now you're thinking Striper, dear. Yes. Not Tesla. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. So that's that's our little joke. Tesla name. or Tesla? Te- Tesla. Tesla. That's how I always say it. But yeah. I've heard people say Tesla. But, oh. so, sorry, I. Oh no, it's, it's okay. And um, to now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the best concerts I ever saw. I, I love Striper. They sound amazing. But um, this did not. This involved drinking, but not the drinking of alcohol because I was a minor ute and we had stopped at a UDF and I had drank like a 22 ounce, like UDF version of a big gulp. And this was a, probably a sold out show. And I was the only one to drive us in the backseat and the traffic jam was horrendous. And I had to seriously pee badly and it wasn't going to wait. And, um, at a stoplight stuck in traffic, I had to get out of the car and relieve myself on one of those pillars Outside of U.S. Bank Arena. Back then, it was probably Riverfront Coliseum, right? Yeah. And, 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 and this was not arneriness. This was not Tom Foolery. This was, it was either going to be on that pillar or in the backseat of that car. Whose it was, car was it? What? I, I don't think I should mention their name. It, it's an acquaintance, but um, they probably would be a little bit um, red-faced. I'll tell you off air. Fair enough. But, um, but yeah, and, and it could not be helped and I'm a private person, but I had to pee on this pillar. I he peed uh, on the pillar. There's peed on the pillar. There's the alliteration yeah. again. I peed on the pillar, but I tried to stay in the shadows, and I don't think I was found. But then here's the trick. Or I had to cast- finish it up and get back in the car before the light, you know, before they moved. <laughs> so that's that story. Or so were, were you casting a shadow? I don't say. Um, again, people probably listen to me and think you know, his, his life is very rigid. I mean, I talk about <laughs> my rules for food and my rules for, I have rules for where I conduct my commerce and I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't venture out of those, uh, venues very much. Um, I, I will say I was, and I can't remember how old I was. I, I believe in junior high-ish age, and I was at church camp. And, uh, you know, it, back then, I, I think Butler Springs has improved its facilities as far as uh, uh, venues in which you conduct your commerce. But uh, back then, it was rather rustic, let's just <laughs> Primitive, say. Primitive, if you will. Uh, yeah, Some people like that sort of thing, but... Uh, uh, and, and my mind always, when I think of rustic or primitive, I think of the uh, the old rest area at the Sardinia Lions Club. Oh, oh yeah. It's just a concrete box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked like much. the hole out of Shawshank, you know, when you got in trouble, you had to go there. Yeah. yeah. Have a little too much greasy fist from the fist fries. <laughs> have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anywho, to go hover over a hole on a concrete box. <laughs> Any other animals we could throw into that? Lions, fish. Uh, but anyway, um, I felt that I, I could not do my business uh, in these facilities that were afforded to me. Uh, however, there there was the main building which had 
nice restrooms, but I could never find a situation where I was in that area. Um, of course, you go to church camp, you get there on Sunday, and you stay there through Saturday. And I'd got to about Thursday. I, I was I was in a bad way, and I found my way to Nirvana as far as. <laughs> Uh, restrooms at Butler Springs at the time, and I was able to do my business, and I felt much better the uh, the last two days of camp. But uh, it was a bull market. <laughs> the commerce conducting, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Oh man. Talking about smelling like teen spirits. <laughs> See the Nirvana joke uh, there. I, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, I uh, I'll pass on this. I I don't have nothing that can top those two. I, I'd rather go to some other questions here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Now, you can't just give me a number. You got to explain your number. Talk about how these chickens will pull this off. You know, I need some thought here. I have a real answer and a creative answer. Okay. My real answer, I would say it would take at least 500. <laughs> and they would just have to gang rush the elephant and 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 inflict all kind of violet peckery on the um on the elephant. So, and then with one, two roosters would have to plug the nose holes I was thinking of the trunk. Something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but my creative answer is one, because if one chicken frightened the elephant off a cliff, it would only take one. Ah, so the chicken stands on the edge of the cliff, does a little chicken dance. <laughs> Yeah. And then as the elephant charges. So he lures the elephant. That's the elephant hitting them. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then the elephant, you know, I could see the chicken looking at the elephant's eyes as it drops off the cliff and it says, Yippee Kaye, Mother Clucker. Nice. That was spontaneous, gentlemen. That was, that came from the top of your head, yo. Yo yo. Uh, top I, that answer. I, 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 I can't. I, I have nothing there. That right. would... Well, we'll continue then if that's okay. Sure. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? <laughs> well, Eric, you go first. <clears throat> Which body part could I detach and why? <laughs> I. Okay. Um, if I could detach my head and hide it in certain places and spy on people, that would. Could yeah. you just? Could you just do your eyes? <laughs> Well, you need your ears too, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That that would be half the intel. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep your whole head in the in the area. I got you to get the intel. That's a good idea. I never, that's a very creative answer. Um, I think mine would simply be because of my keen snoot. I wish there was sometimes that I could unscrew my nose and yeah. put it in a case. And I was going with the snoot too. Yeah. But as teachers, I mean, there's, oh, some, yeah. there's some smells that waft through the classroom, uh, and uh, it would be nice to detach my nose, put it in my pocket. And uh, you know, put it back on when it's when the coast yes. is clear. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But both of you are dealing with kids of that age that uh, things things are starting to happen with the that involve smelling things. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got you. After a good old ninety degree oh, recess. Yeah. yeah. 
If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? I've got this. Go ahead. Legume spread. Isn't peanuts a legume? <laughs> I believe they are. <laughs> We're legume mellow. I like it. Eric, yeah, you got sure. one? I'll, I'll go I'll go <laughs> with that. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with nut paste. Nut paste. I like that. Or peanut. Well, peanut paste. Or you could have almond. If it was almond, it'd be almond paste. So yeah, various nut pastes. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is the worst? What would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time? The worst buy one get one free sale. Appendectomies, because <laughs> you only got one. So that would be pointless. It's a terrible buy one, get one free. <sighs> and, and I guess there are various things you could assign to that you only have one of that uh, you don't really need to of. Uh, n- none of them come to my mind at this point. But well, I'm thinking the LASIK surgery. Because that, 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 like... Well, you do both eyes. Well, I know, but that, that happened on King of Queens, one of my favorite shows ever, oh. is he... he he found a deal. He went the cheap route. He had to buy one eye, get buy an eye, get one eye free, and they messed up her surgery. So I mean, if you're if you're getting your eyes worked on, I doubt if you want a coupon. <laughs> I doubt if you want to hand in a coupon to get one eye one eye off. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? A mandatory amount of alcohol? Yeah. I would say I'm going to go with a deep cut high lie. Because if you add a 100-mile-an-hour moving projectile with a basket hook on your hand and your three sheets to the wind, <laughs> that's just going to be some awesome sports injuries. That sounds da- that doesn't sound funny. That sounds violent. A high lie is dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. Sober. <laughs> yeah. Um, track and field. <laughs> there are various and, various and sundry ways that one can be... Injured, yeah, and the or, shot put went in the stands, or or mere or merely trying to run around a track, staying in a lane, whilst drunk. <laughs> it, it would be broken into events because there'd be the hurdles, there'd be the three Jägermeister hurdles, the five Jägermeister hurdles, and the ten <laughs> Jägermeister hurdles. Well, I just picture someone on the hurdles that doesn't even attempt to ru- jump any hurdle. <laughs> just <laughs> by the time they get done, they have all the hurdles like attached to them. In the event, it's not even called the high jump; it's just called the jump, <laughs> <laughs> or the high. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one, gentlemen. Like yes. I said many more on this list, but uh, Brady, I, I, I wanted to save this one because I, I, I no. think I like your answer here. But what would be the coolest animal? Brady's our go-to animal expert. He yes. he knows some of the strangest. Uh, I do love obscure mammals. Yeah. What would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse? Ooh. Man. That would be, uh, if you're just going, like, if you're not familiar with a quokka, 
Google it. That's why I wanted to ask this. <laughs> a, a quokka is the happiest looking furry creature ever that's known for its smile. We'll have to put it on the website. It's just like the most adorably cute animal. And if it was the size of a horse, it would be the friendliest looking furry behemoth ever. So uh, I guess the question is, does it smile because it's happy or is that its resting face? I don't think it matters when you see it. Uh, I think it's it's kind of its face, but it sure does look happy. Don't worry. Be guaca. <laughs> I don't worry. Be guaca now. Now, Brent Brady is showing a picture. Oh, my goodness. How adorable. That, yeah. As that the looks kids, like a cartoon character. As the kids would say, totes adorbs. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Horse-sized. What's he holding? A little leaf? <laughs> That's fake. <laughs> that looks like something Bill Murray was chasing in Caddyshack. Yeah, it, it kind of does, but it's not. It's really not fake. So I, it's Q-U-O-K-K-A. I encourage you to Google it, and we'll put a picture of it up on Facebook. <sighs> Eric, did you have a particular animal that you would like to size up? Uh, <laughs> uh, I've heard that if ants were bigger, they would rule the world. Mm. If you made an ant the size of a horse, I mean, it would... Dominate us. So, is the, is that is the theory one ant or uh, ants? Ooh, ants. I mean, but we would cease to exist if it were ants. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. Th- this wouldn't be cool, but my zoology professor in Moorhead State said that if bullfrogs were the size of Volkswagens, they would be the top of the food chain because they have the highest amount of concentrated testosterone in their system, and they're one of the few animals that will murder another bullfrog simply. To kill it instead of eat it. It will just seek it out to kill it. For looking at it funny. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I didn't know that. Uh, it's kind of frightening. It is. Well, I, uh, I want to end this with, I couldn't think of it the other night, and I can't think of it again tonight, but those lizards that flare their necks out and then run across the road on their <laughs> hind legs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Watch the Facebook Live yeah. from uh, the other what, night, Thursday what, night, and you can see the, Brady and his imitation of those lizards. Whatever they're called, they you see them and they're fast. Yeah, and then they always slow. It always shows them on slow motion running, and they're clumsy looking, and, and they run on their back legs, and their and their neck it flares out. It, it, yeah. it and uh, but I think one of those horse sides would be not only terrifying, yes. but I think it would be pretty cool to watch one of those uh, run across the highway in some deserts with its neck flared. Well, there were. It's uh, a frilled lizard. A frilled lizard makes sense. A frilled lizard it's in the pretty world. generic. I was I was hoping for something much cooler. Is it a frilled lizard? Yeah. Well, there were uh, there were dinosaurs in one of the Jurassic parks. That, yeah, frightening. It spits on yeah. Newman. Yeah, yeah, it's on Newman, right? Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Good topic. Great All topic. Right. <clears throat> okay, so I'm next. Uh, I made a purchase. Uh, couple weeks ago and they're called pod decks and what they are is a deck of cards and each card has a topic idea on it and um, they can be various things of course from various different subjects so I thought you know let's just pick a few out at random I'll let you all pick then we can discuss um let me put the timer on. No, 20 minutes. All right. Uh, Brady, 
pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card, and pick here we pick go. Pick a pick a good one, Brady. All right. So, Why do I sound like the manager in Major League? <laughs> good one, Brady. Oh. Dorn, Dorn. Forget the forget the curveball, Ricky. Throw him the heater. Throw him the heater. Yeah. All right. So, uh, reverse cast. Start with the result and work backward to the problem. I say that again. Start with the result and work backward to the problem. Just any problem. Any problem. Okay. How about you want to do you want to come up with a, our own result, and then break and, and then work backwards? I think one of you gentlemen are going to have to start this one out. So, my, my brain's kind of. So, I am going to say, um, getting your bachelor's degree is the result. Okay. So what's is the that problem? a problem? So, no, that's the result. Oh, that's the result. Yeah. So we have to. So the problem is, if we go backwards, so the problem would be you're wanting to get a degree. Okay. So you can better yourself. Better yourself, yeah. Because so you've that, been. That's the way I'm taking this. So we start okay. with the, okay, and we work backwards to it. All right. Okay. So I've just come up with an end result of some kind. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> I've got stage fright on this one. Okay, okay, okay. Don't be scared. All right. Scared. There is a frilled lizard <laughs> in your shower. That's the result. That's the, the result. result. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the problem is that you had a little too much to drink downtown and you bought a package off of a guy you didn't know it was in the package. <laughs> hey. Because the licensed herpetologist was not available, so you had to buy one from... You had to look for another source. Yes. Okay. So if we... And if we just take it and flip it now, so basically the night starts out... Hey, we need a frilled lizard. A, no, no. See, I was saying the problem is you, you buy a package... You don't know what's in it. Oh, it that's up, right. It ends up being a frilled lizard later. So oh, okay. I see. I see. Yes. I thought we were seeking out to get a frilled lizard, but the licensed herpetologist <laughs> was closed, so we had to no. get one from a black market herpetologist. But if, but if we were seeking out a frilled lizard and ended up with one in our shower the next day, that means we were successful. That is true. Yeah. So I see. I, I was going more for I live in some tropical area, and I have a an opening in my house that shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> And this frilled lizard found its way in. There it came through it. (laughs) I couldn't do the. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. Sorry, folks. I feel like I disappointed on that one. This is. Hey, we can't. Everything can't be easy for us. We got to challenge ourselves sometimes. Hard. Had. Can't do that one. No. (laughs) I would like to. Yeah. Well. Well. Look, yeah. Well, let's go with this here. The, the card says interview your mom and dad. Now, again, these are topic ideas for, like, doing a whole podcast on. Mm-hmm. So let's go with this and say if you interview your mom and dad, what would be the most interesting thing your mom and dad could say? Or you, could we maybe also what questions would we like to ask her? Okay. Well, yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's what I was going Kind of like when we have uh, – in fourth grade, we have Grandparents' Day. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll have this, the students interview their grandparents. Right. You know, 
I think that I think I would like to know kind of like more about what they were like when they were my age because but you probably knew them when you were well my age now I mean I mean I guess let me rephrase that what they were like growing up I don't feel like I'm a lot everybody tells me I'm like my dad in in many ways that I am but also I feel like a lot of times he's he's there's no way he could have been as immature as I am. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no way that he had the same sense of humor. You know, yeah. he, now he loves our podcast. So, I mean, he, you know, he. It's in there. I, it's in there. The seed's in but, there. But I think, and it's probably just a generational thing. Right. They, they were much more gathered than, yeah. than I think probably what we are, uh, at least unpro- when we're not at our professions. And, we, right. you know, when we're, right. we're just together hanging out and talking. But I would like to kind of know what they were like coming up. Uh, obviously, I've asked him things about, you know, when they were dating and when, you know, when just things about when they were younger, like yeah. you know, the basic how much did a cheeseburger cost or, yeah. you know, yeah. those types of things. But I would just kind of like to know more about my personality. Who do I get that from? Uh, you know, I, again, I've been told that I'm like my dad in a lot of ways, uh, more so than I'm told I'm like my mom. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know where I kind of get my, my sense of humor, uh, you know, my love of music, yeah. that kind of thing. Brady? Yeah, I think the first question, um, jokingly, is like, why didn't you know what gray animals were? But <laughs> no, that, that, that revisit, I'm, I'm kidding. I love you, Mom. That, that was just a throwback to one of the other episodes. But um, it, it, Todd, to follow up with that, it's really difficult for me to imagine, you know, my, my dad, had, like my mom will be a goofball, you know, and cut up a... Man, my dad's sense of humor was very, very defined and very silly. And like, your, but da- not. your dad could tell a story. My dad could tell a story, yeah. But yeah, the, the, there are several. Oh gosh, probably mine would be. I would like to know from my mom, like, what songs that she danced to. Like, she won a dance contest on Nick Clooney's show ah. back in the day like nice job and, and, yeah and and i was kind of you know i've never asked what songs played yeah 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 uh, i have a question I, and i don't think i've brought this up any of our of our podcast episodes which surprises me because it's one yeah. of my favorite stories about your dad uh you're talking about his sense of humor and i have to ask you did he find uh it funny when i would mess with his Cereal uh, bowls, cereal bowls, and stuff. Did he find that funny at all, or was that something that aggravated it him? Never he... came up. I, I don't think I ever clued him into what happened. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now you just, have to give the yeah. Back, okay. So you want to do yeah. it? Okay. Oh well, I'll start out the situation. You tell the story. Like okay. my dad would have to give up, get up at four fifteen each morning um, to drive from Sardinia, Ohio, to Cincinnati to work at GE, which was about an hour and five minutes in traffic and everything and he would have to get up and you know at the crack of dawn before dawn and he liked a regimented schedule in the morning so he'd have his cereal bowl his spoon and not a fork but his spoon and it was all set out and then go ahead Todd well, and I don't remember but the bowl was already there yes it like. yes the, it was all the, set basically out. everything you need uh, every ingredient you need for a, a, a breakfast of cereal. Except the milk. Except the milk. Um, but was the, also there, was there a little like, did he put sugar on a cereal at all? I can't remember. I, I'm trying to remember all yeah. of it. No, I don't I, think. I, it might be, I might be making that part up. But anyway, yeah. so the box would be there. 
the spoon would be there. The bowl would be there. The spoon would always be on the same side on of the, the bowl. On the same side of the bowl, yes. Left-handed, because my dad was left-handed. So what I would do, uh, me being the prankster that I am, is I would move things around uh, <laughs> on purpose, obviously, just, just to mess with him. And uh, so I would move maybe the spoon to the other side of the bowl. I think a few times I put the spoon in the bowl. I would <laughs> it, turn the bowl upside the down. Bowl upside down. And my favorite, I know one time at least I put the spoon in the box of cereal. Uh, <laughs> so again, I'm and and I always envisioned him laughing about it. But who knows? He might have been just pissed off every morning. Uh, about oh, irate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was wondering about the whole the sense of humor thing. If he actually thought that was funny or. Um, I would have to. Th- I mean, he was a pretty jovial guy. I mean, he, he, he was. Thought he that was. was funny. It was. It's funny because he he did not have like if he watched Dumb and Dumber or Step Brothers, he would think that's absolutely most ridiculous, stupid thing, yeah, and not crack yeah. a smile. My dad's the same way. Oh, but uh, my gosh, I I still have it. Whenever TBS Turner Classic Movies and No Time for Sergeants with Andy Griffith. When they would say yes, sir, and stomp the floor, and all the toilet seats would come up, he would howl. <laughs> like that movie would crack him up, you know, and he would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And I would, generational, I'd be like, check right. but like, I would more laugh at his reaction, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Um, well, and I think, Eric, you probably obviously want to answer this yourself, but I think one thing we could all say safely is that now that we're all parents, you know, definitely we. Things that we thought back then that our parents didn't know or that, we, you know, the things that we thought they didn't know or they weren't aware of or they, they, knew. they didn't understand, they, they knew. knew. So it would almost be an interesting interview to go back and, and rehash some of that stuff. Like, all right. Some would be embarrassing, I'm sure, and you wouldn't, you know, but, you know, that would kind of be fun to me to interview and say, okay, now yeah. that we're on the same page here, we've, we've you, know, you raised the kid, I'm raising kids. I, I guess my main question would be, and my mom passed away a while back, uh, as, as did Brady's dad, but uh, I guess to my dad would be, I mean, he's he listens to this. Have you heard anything on the podcast about me that you didn't know? <laughs> it kind of ties yeah. into what you said. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing so. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's more uh, adept than he lets on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, my mom does not know that I peed on Riverfront Coliseum. <laughs> I've not told many people that... She knew you were a pillar peer. She did not know I was a pillar peer. I didn't want to be a pillar peer. All right. Um, And and I've heard different things about from my dad. And I actually was taking him somewhere the other day, and we were driving through Norwood. He worked at General Motors in Norwood for years. But he also worked at different other places in Norwood, and we drive by. Yeah, I worked there. I did this on the third floor of that building. And it's very interesting, you know, that... All the things he's done that I may not know, but mm-hmm. I have a story about your dad, and this just impressed me to no end because it sounded like something from a movie back when he told it. Do you remember when the pool hall and game room opened up across the street from your house? Yeah, and we would walk over there. And there's some pinball machines, right. and he it, it sounded like just something from a movie. He's like, "Yeah, they used to call me Pinball Pete back in the day," and I was just like, "Ooh," because as a kid, it's like that's like right. alliteration. Oh, the pinball. Well, and and one thing we talked about, actually, we were were discussing another topic idea, and we talked about the fact that all three of our fathers were were called by a nickname. They were addressed using a nickname. Yes. Uh, um, Obviously, my dad's name's Charles, but everybody calls him Chuck. Right. And you guys can, you know. Yeah, my my dad, his name is Philip, like my son's name is Philip, but uh, he goes by Pete. And the whole story behind that was there was some character back when he was young called uh, 
some something Pete, but that's Pecos Pete. No, it, like a like a trampy sort of character. Yeah. Like a gotcha. Nair do well. <laughs> like how well? When does he do well? Nair. Nair. Nair? <laughs> <laughs> no, Nair. Uh, so, sorry, Gary Goldman. I, I was laughing at that earlier, but uh, um, yeah, that's how he got his nickname. His siblings, I gave, believe, gave it to him. Yeah. Well, my dad actually was trinomial. <laughs> um, because his name was Earl Gene Lemming. Now, at around, okay, his nickname locally was Mousy. We've discussed that. Right. To everybody else who didn't was not familiar enough to call him Mousy, they called him Gene. But at work, they addressed him as Earl. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yes. Yeah, I always knew. Matter of fact, I don't. I don't know that I knew your dad's name. I mean, obviously, at some point, <laughs> at some point, I, I learned it. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm positive back when you know in school playing ball, and you know, obviously he was always very supportive of of, of the sports teams. And uh, I remember, I think I've told this story before, but one of my one of my favorite memories of your dad was he uh, he bought me a pizza. Yes. Uh, at one time, uh, it was like a Saturday uh, after you uh, fried the nets. Yeah, I think it was night. after I had a, a good game on Friday night, and he 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 had me over Saturday for lunch and, and bought a pizza. Which probably would get sanctions this day from the OHSAA. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I yeah, I I just knew him as Mousy, or the yeah. mouse, the Mouseman, the Mouseman. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. I would say he's quadrinomial yeah. because he is known by reference to us as the, the Mouseman. Mouseman. <laughs> it's Brady's turn. All I right, think. Brady. All right, here we go. Let's see. I'm going to go from the right side get a good over the deck. Share your morning slash nightly routine. Oh, good Lord. Is this too boring or is this going to be good? <laughs> I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> um, geez, I'm a well-documented morning person. So it, it ties perfectly in though what you're talking about with your dad's yeah. breakfast routine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not quite that rigid, but um, it's usually my <laughs> my, my eyes open, and uh, I usually will check a couple news headlines to kind of get my wits about me on mm. some kind of device. Then I'll wake up and uh, you so, know. So you check out the headlines whilst you're still in bed. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, that kind of gets the brain and the, you know, it kind of gets me focused in. Then, you know, shower, get out, take the dog out, mm-hmm. let him conduct his commerce, come in and get dressed. Um, then get everybody. Now my new morning routine is getting the rest of the household, especially if it's during the school year, you know, getting all critters two-footed and four-footed up, going fat and out the door. Um, my nightly routine is I kind of like um, reading a bit. Yeah. Light up a candle, scented candle, a little background noise on my ocean wave sound maker. Sounds sounds good. Sounds yeah. peaceful. Yeah, yes. that's what I do. I, you know, I uh, I try to become. I try to get into routines, and I try to become a routine person, and I and I never stick with them. Uh, I've, um, morning, I don't really have a morning routine. My, you guys probably know (laughs) my morning routine actually depends on if it's the beginning of the school year or the end of the school year. Yes. (laughs) And I think, I think a lot of 
you know, probably a lot of people at their jobs, but you know, teachers in, in, in particular where I work, uh, we make fun of this every year is how at the beginning of the year you're, you're there an hour early and, and, you know, and, and not that we spend a lot of hours, but I tend to do my, at the end of the year, I go on the weekends and work to where early in the school year, I'm up there an hour early. And, you know, I, I usually do stay after, uh, things like that. But, but as the year goes on, my routine changes in the morning. I start putting things off a little more and, uh, uh, obviously always get there on time. But, uh, so I don't really have a, a set routine in the morning. My night routine is a little bit more, uh, I guess, uh, routine. Uh, so I, as I get older and I know Brady, you'll have something to say about this as well. Uh, not because you're getting older, but, uh, like a face routine, like a skin routine. Yes. We've talked about this. Uh, and and it's something that I've, I've been reading more about in the last few years. And I try to stick with, uh, you know, making sure that I'm, I'm using a face wash and making sure that I'm using a, a moisturizer. I feel like I'm in one of those commercials, the brand power. (laughs) And, uh, and eye cream under the eye cream to try to help with the, with the wrinkles and things like that. So I am trying to do that. Obviously brush my teeth, take my vitamin D every night. Uh, and uh, and I read. Yeah, I read like like you said. And I, a lot of times I I am a candle person as well. And a lot of times I will uh, light a candle of of you know one of my many candles and just kind blood of blood orange and teak wood is my one that I have currently. Yeah. So a uh, gentleman out there, <laughs> you know, it's not just for the ladies. <laughs> Eric's face is priceless right now. He feels who, like who whoever came up with I'm going to put blood orange and teak wood together. A creative person. What two things don't go together? We had blood oranges at our house the other day. I didn't know it was an actual thing. I thought it was just something they they made up for the scent. But yeah, we had... No, my mom gets really creeped out. She can't... Like, she gets a little bit Well, it has blood in the title, first off. I mean, no... But it looks like roadkill when you squeeze it. It's a blood ball. It's a... Yeah. It's a ball of It's the beginning of of Dexter. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Blood orange. But I would like to do a shout... You know, know, a lot of people think it's just for the ladies, but gentlemen... uh, if you're if you're like us and you're not getting any younger, uh, make sure you're taking care of that face. Hey, the, your skin, it'll take care of you. And it's not all about the vanity and the anti-wrinkles. It's you take care of it. And yeah. it, we're all about practicality on this show. Yeah. We yeah. want to help you. Yeah. I actually, actually, my uh, lotion that I use on my face, I contacted them about being a sponsor. I have, they said they'd get back to me. Nice. You might be rolling in the dose. Them yet. <laughs> there you go. Uh, as far as I go, uh, my morning routine is I, I can't lay in bed and I mean, if I'm laying in bed, I'm wanting to go back to sleep. I got to get myself up now after I've hit the snooze button (laughs) approximately. Now let me, let me think here four times. (laughs) You know what I'm going to say? My famous proverb (laughs) from Confucius. Yeah. He who hit the snooze alarm only prolongs the inevitable, but go ahead. I, yeah, I got you. I'm a snooze hitter myself, so I'm... <laughs> yeah. uh, my snooze gives me seven minutes, so it goes off 21 minutes early. So I hit it that time, and then three more times, and then I, I'm up. But. Now, does that change? Is that, as an administrator, we mentioned about teachers. Does it change for the administrators, too? No. Or at least... Because with me, the snooze is part of that. At the beginning of the year, no snooze, or maybe one snooze. Yeah. End of the year... It's it's five six snooze quarter snoozel. <laughs> no, I'm 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 a snooze person all through the year. I'm getting to to school all the same time all through the year, unless I have to be there earlier. Um, so that that never changes. Yeah. So hit the snooze four times, get up, uh, do the morning constitutional, <laughs> some paperwork, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, um, with ten amendments. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, and that, that's been the toughest part about this COVID thing. It's it's thrown my my mojo off with my uh, morning constitutional. <laughs> now it's it's moved to various parts of the day, and it's not it's not good. It throws literally me off. the constitutional <laughs> convention's it, it, being re- it moves. Yeah, it's moved. The constitutional convention is being rescheduled. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, you. Do all that you you do the showering and all that stuff, but uh, at night, uh, I'm I'm one. I I don't I read a lot, but I don't read books. I mean, I read Twitter, I read Facebook, I read you know, various articles and things. But uh, as far as bed, I I have to watch a little TV in in the bedroom before I can go to sleep, and my wife doesn't like that at all. But I remind her. You're the one that bought the TV for me in here. So I don't think you yeah. can complain about me watching the TV in here if you're the one that bought it. Yeah, it keeps me up. TV keeps That's me up. That's with me. If, I, if there's something on, it could be the most boring, I mean, anything on the TV, if, if, and I'm awake. I have to keep watching it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, me, it puts me to sleep. My wife's the same way. In fact, she goes to sleep every night with her iPad, usually like resting Pro- on her, propped yeah. up on her, watching it, and then... I have to shut it off because it's, you know, keeping yeah. me awake or whatever. Right. I've had to prior remote control out of sleeping fingers before they were mine. Yeah. So uh, there's that. And uh, I mean, that's pretty much the extent of it. it. You know, it's pretty much the same thing every morning and evening. But uh, that's definitely a routine then. Yes. I know we're over the time, but you want to do one more car? Sure. Do one more. I'll give you another turn. Thoughts on a commute, a car cast. A car cast. So, uh, what do you generally think about when you're driving? It depends. Usually, sometimes it's about whatever articles, you know, when I wake up and read something. Um, I like listening to podcasts and audiobooks on my way to, Mm -hmm. yeah, actually, I was listening to an audiobook on the way over here. Um, You know, that's kind of like my, I don't have to think, but it helps my brain wake up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, can I throw in a plug for another podcast? Uh, sure. Tony Schiavone and um, Conrad Thompson's uh, "What Happened When" podcast. It's about classic '80s wrestling, and they do watch alongs, and it's absolutely hysterical. And certainly not TV fourteen, <laughs> but it's really, really funny. And you know, that's usually some lighthearted banner to get me, yeah. you yeah. know, woke up. So, Todd, your your commute is what two minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have to answer this one based on commuting other places because yeah, I literally live right across sixty two from from my my work. But I will say, I think it it now if we're just thinking of commute as going to work, but and I and I've worked as much as I mean worked in Westchester, living in Serenia, so I've had the long drives and I've had right. obviously now the drive I have now. But I think it depends on where you're going, it, where you're commuting to, where you're. Uh, as much as I like to talk. And as much as I enjoy conversation, when I'm driving, I prefer to be quiet. And my wife gets so mad at me because I get mad at her for falling asleep when we're going play, like if we're going on vacation. But then she throws it back in my face that, well, you won't talk to me, you know, uh, because I I, I like silence in the car. And I and I think maybe that's when I'm gathering my thoughts. That's music's always on. Well, actually, sometimes it's not. I've I catch myself more and more the older I get. I'll get down the road of four or five miles and I realize. It's absolutely silent. There's no music, yeah. nothing, and I'm like, I kind of like right. it. Yeah. So, but typically music would be on, and um, and, and again, no talking, 
uh, I guess maybe not really thinking about anything. If that's zoning out. Yeah, just kind of zoning out and. Well, and, and I've said, as far as I go, I'm kind of living out a small part of my dream here because I'm a talk radio junkie. I'm, yeah. I'm always consistently listening to some talk radio, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's on Sirius, whether it's on uh, listen to WLW lot, uh, 55 KRC sometimes in the morning, but uh, various talk shows. So I guess I'm thinking about whatever's being talked about there. Yeah. But uh, um, my wife hates, hates, and can I say hates again? She hates radio talk, but huh. yeah, you know, she wants no part of it. But uh, well, I think that's one of those things you either love it or hate it. Yeah, yeah there's, really there's no, not much in between. between. Yeah, probably so. So uh, yeah, all right. That's my thoughts. Yeah, those cards are. I think could be used many, many times. Mm-hmm. All right, Brady, you're in the cleanup spot. I'm in the cleanup spot. It feels like it's been a while since I've been in this spot, but um, we're gonna take a little uh, big time detour. And we're going to talk about some um, movies and TV. Specifically, what villains or characters on TV did you love to hate? Just some people that you did not like if you could reach into the TV screen or the and, you know, punch them in the face or vanquish the villain yourself. So your most disliked movie and TV villains or I have to include this maybe you're not supposed to dislike it but you just do okay but that's if you get really, really stuck okay so just to clarify so we're talking about someone who you you're not supposed to dislike but you do not about someone who you're not supposed to like but you do does that make sense like we're not talking about someone who's who's a are, are we saying a villain who they're they're, they're the whole purpose is for you to hate them. Yeah, and you really, and you really like they're them. excellent at their job. You so, hate so this we, TV and movie villain. Yeah. So you so okay. I just want to yeah. make sure. I'm I'm a little confused there because like so you like them, even well, though you're supposed to dislike them. No, just you love to hate them. Okay. That they're just a very unlikable. They are to be hated. Yes, they are. They they, yeah, and they just did their role really well because you hate this villain very very much. Yeah. All right, Eric, I'll let you go ahead and start. All right. I will say that uh, the movie franchise, in my opinion, that did the best job with villains, the Karate Kid franchise. Oh, yeah. Three, Three Karate Kids. Now, I, I don't count, and, and maybe this makes me a bad person, I don't count the Karate Kid where uh, Hillary Swank was the Karate Kid. I don't count <laughs> The that. next Karate yeah. Kid. Any Ralph Macchio played Karate Kid in my mind counts. Yeah. So real quick for our listeners and, and my own benefits. So obviously you had Karate Kid One, right? Uh, which was Cobra, the frame. Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah. Karate Kid Two, Electric right. Boogaloo, <laughs> was uh, when right. they went to Okinawa. Right. Right. Karate Kid Three. Ralph Macchio wasn't in Three, was he? He was. Okay. Okay. See, I thought that was where he had. Okay, three was when he had the the girlfriend, uh, the reddish hair girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. And uh, he was he was back. Uh, <laughs> was Mr. Miyagi dead? No. No. Just no. he was he was in Okinawa. I think he had gone back, hadn't he? Uh, no. He he was there. I thought he left at some point. Uh, he he had come back from Okinawa. Yeah. They he they both went together. Yeah. And they both came in, back. In two. In, yeah. So it was the next year after he had beat Cobra Kai in the whatever it's 
called the tournament or whatever. The tournament. Yeah. So he was he was supposed to be uh, going back to the tournament and uh, trying to regain his title again, but he decided, no, I don't want to don't want to do that. So the guy and I can't remember the villain's name, but uh, he was hired by. The guy with the ponytail, and again, I can't remember the names yes, of any of these that, characters. Uh, that, uh, yeah, yeah, which was which was buddies with John Kreese from yeah. Cobra Kai, who was supposed to be dead. Yeah, but then he came back, and he wasn't yeah. dead. But and, John Kreese was a great villain. Yes, John Kreese was a great villain. Yes, uh, Johnny was a great villain yeah. in one. I, again, you have multiple villains in all these Karate Kid movies who were outstanding at being hateful or good at their jobs to be hated uh two and again i can't remember any of the characters but it was a guy from okinawa yeah who the, well the dad or the the old man had a had a beef with the grandpa of this guy had a beef with miyagi miyagi yeah because yeah. they were the same same woman i believe miyagi's wife mm-hmm. it's always a woman and it is always a woman and, but they had made up right yeah right and then three was where he was again trying to uh didn't want to go back to the tournament to to get his title again. And, and the guy there, again, you had multiple villains. You had Kreese coming back. You had the guy in the ponytail, which I really hated. He <laughs> he was he was smarmy and he was yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated him a lot. And then whoever the guy was who was wanting to what what do you call that? Compete, I guess, against he Ralph Macchio. Be, yeah. Well, the guy with the he ponytail, wanted to be the best. The guy with the ponytail was the one who had a uh, had a. Uh, Daniel's son uh, hitting the uh, wooden, right? Punching the wooden yeah. apparatus that yeah. looked like a, a cat uh, toy, cat tower. <laughs> yeah, cat tower. But right, yeah, he started to train. Uh, yeah, Daniel's mm-hmm. son. Yeah. yeah, he's basically like this whole wax on, wax off stuff. That's nonsense. It's yeah. not going to help you. And he starts giving him his right. his way, which is training him. He's untraining him basically. Yeah. He's yeah, and and to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so, kicking that thing, yeah. I, I guess when movie villains come to mind, the Karate Kid franchise comes to mind, yeah. although, although there are many others that are uh, to be hated, but to give a very short answer, that would be my short answer. Well, well can we can we take that a step further, though, and talk about how fantastic the uh, Cobra Kai uh, YouTube TV or... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Show. It's fantastic. It, and uh, it's fantastic because it just absolutely flips the script. Yes, yeah. yeah. We don't want to give it too much away. We yeah. don't want to be spoilers, but... Uh, it, it, I will say the 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 good the great villains kind of c- continue, uh-huh. um, and uh, I think but there somebody, are some unexpected villains too. Yeah, I'll just put it that way. Well, and I think uh, Super Dave on Facebook was talking about how it cheesy, especially season two of that is right. But it's good cheese. <laughs> it's 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 and it's, you're no cheese snob. I am no cheese snob. It is good cheese because Karate Kid was all those movies were yeah, cheesy. Yeah, they were cheesy. Yeah, but to teenagers, you know. It's... I'm going to throw some villains at you here. Right. Some bad. Not. I want to say villains as much as just bad guys that I really enjoyed. You enjoyed Reven- hating Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> oh, uh, Stan Gable. Stan Gable and Ogre. <laughs> Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> and even John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. John. Yes, but there were some good, good, good bad baddies. guys. Yeah. Good baddies. Yeah. Stan Gable. <laughs> And Betty Child, you need to leave Betty alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Um, can I 
I throw one out? Absolutely. I'm going to go with, uh, no, as far as franchises go, um, Lethal Weapon has great villains. Um, Mr. Joshua is the first one, um, which is up, oh, good gosh. um, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. (laughs) And you know what I'm going to say, Eric, um, in uh, Lethal Weapon 2, the South African ambassador who committed horrible crimes. Diplomatic immunity. And they couldn't arrest him because he was a had diplomatic immunity, and he just wanted to hate that punts. And and one of the greatest last lines of a movie, or next to last line, your immunity has been revoked. <laughs> yes, you went into your uh, uh, manager from Major League again. There, oh yeah, that was, there, there, there yeah. was a little Lou Brown there. Lou Brown. Um, and then um, while we're on action movie franchises, you can't talk about great villains without talking about um, Hans Gruber. Right. And I I thought he was the lamest of the villains myself of the Lethal Weapon series. Oh, you thought that? I, I did. I, I thought he was the lamest of them. Okay. Hated him, though. Uh, die Hard. Yeah. Uh, a... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I got my franchise. Yeah, uh, Die, Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, um, Die Hard and How. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the fourth one. Um, oh yeah, where the the guy attacks the power grid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was a Die was Hard a, had a lot of good villains. Oh, it did. Yeah. I need, and I need to, that makes me want to rewatch all those movies. But like I said, I think Hans yeah. Gruber was the weakest of them. But oh, he was. But, but he was smart. You know, he was evil. But you know, he ca- he 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 was uh, cunning. He was, was he uh, yeah. evil. He was very like evil. The fruits of, of the, the devil. devil. You know, I, I think that one thing that I that w- that was great about eighties, late seventies and eighties horror movies was that I think they did a great job of making you and you felt terrible for it, but you uh, you kind of rooted for the villain sometimes you rooted for the bad guys sometimes it, I, I mean expound upon that well, yeah really okay you so, lost me on that but. i be honest there were never any people in those movies that you didn't feel in that movie brought it on themselves i, I need Freddy. an example well, i can't remember the characters names so you're telling me you never once never once liked freddy krueger Oh, okay. I see what you're, you're talking about. The horror franchises, the horror franchises with, Jason. with Jason. Oh, Freddy. okay. You see what I'm saying? They made you root. Obviously, you're not a psychopath. In real life, you wouldn't want anybody to be harmed. But in those, it's a movie, and within that movie, there were there were characters, and then you're like, okay, Freddie had a personality. He did. He, I mean, you know, Freddie, he was he was funny. He was. Uh, he, he, no. Plus, not only that, this is going to sound weird. He was more, dare I say it, realistic. And that, and that he wasn't a huge, I mean, he was a normal size person. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't somebody like Jason or Michael Myers who was just yeah. kind of, now granted he didn't look normal and he did but, and he yeah. obviously, you know, was a. Now the, fr- the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, there's nothing funny about, you know, they, that, they took that, that out was of dark it. and yeah. it wasn't funny at all. You yeah. know, he was a child predator, well, you know? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. You wouldn't yeah. root no, for no Freddy. personality. Yeah, you wouldn't root for Freddy given Freddy's backstory. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you, you, you couldn't help but to like 
the way he did his business. Yeah. And, and, you know, kind of the same way there were, there were, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there were characters again that Jason and that Michael Myers, you're just like, you, you just caught yourself rooting for them for a split second. You're like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't be rooting for them because they are a, well, a, a well the, the recent, the recent Halloween where you, Saw the Michael oh, Myers yeah, yeah, yeah. backstory, yeah. the Rob Zombie remake, yeah, yeah. which yeah. was very good. Very uh, good. The very second good. one that Rob Zombie made, now it, it was terrible. Yeah, he made two, but the one, like you said, it gave you backstory, um, and, and it, it felt for him. You know? Yeah, it gave yeah, you he, a little empathy. For yeah, him. you did. Yeah, yeah. that's a, and that's a good point. Maybe maybe empathy is sometimes what I was thinking, but yeah. but I just I don't want to make it sound like I'm rooting. Like, yeah, I go you know chop that guy's head off. You know, <laughs> but I'm saying it, it just there were times where you're like ah, that guy. Yeah, that guy got what he deserved from Freddie. Of course, it, it's like that uh, that commercial. I don't was it Geico or whatever. Yeah, people in the horror movie like, oh, let's take that running car. No, let's go in the barn with all the chainsaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like and, that. Well, and the and to I th- I think they played off of people's rooting for for these movie you know Villains. monsters when they came out with Freddie versus Jason. Because you had to root for someone, you, yeah. you got you got sort of Freddy like Godzilla versus, versus King Kong. Exactly, movie. yeah, and they did it perfectly because Freddy was exactly how you thought he would be. He was fast and wiry, and he got on. He was wiry. Like a, he, he, he got was, on. He was a wiry. He got on Jason's nerves, and Jason was big and clumsy and strong, and and so yeah, yeah that's yes. The movie villains. Uh, um, I'm going to take a sideline with you guys. It, these are some villains, not necessarily in action movies. But bad guys in some comedies and other, and, and you're going to know exactly what I mean when I tell you this character. Cole from Bachelor Party. <laughs> Cole from Bachelor Party was just an unlikable, schmaltzy, smarmy, smarmy, you know, like, if you just leave Debbie alone, you could have my Porsche outside. Yeah. The car. Debbie, the, the car, car, Debbie, and, and Cole was just unlikable. And you know when they hung him outside of the uh, the hotel room in a sheet, naked, <laughs> and he was crying and sniveling. You you just love to see that happen to yeah. him. How about Chet Donnelly? Weird science. Oh, cover yourself! <laughs> For God's sake, cover yourself! Yeah. Now, now you brought up Blue Brown and you go to Major League. There's, there's the owner, the female owner. She was kind of the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she played that part very well. Yeah. Oh, Lou Brown, he won't. She comes into the locker room and he, all the players are diving behind things and putting their towels and he's just standing, just standing there naked. <laughs> yeah. I'm too old to go diving into a locker. <laughs> um. I, I have a, I have a, a TV show villain. Yeah. Um, J.R. Ewing. Oh, uh, yeah. Fantastic villain, you know, just... Yes. Yeah, Wasn't meant to be, but he became the, the centerpiece. He became because of his badness. Well, right. and everybody in that show took their turn of being a villain at some point in time. At some point, yeah. And uh, I, 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 not slanding, to stick to that genre, uh, Sumner. Uh, did you guys watch Not Slanding at all? Not much. Not okay, much. well, Sumner was kind of that same idea. You, you just, everybody hated him. Just a, I know you're a not slanting a file. <laughs> I need to rewatch it though because I most of it I was a Ute when I watched it and I probably didn't understand what was going on. How about Kiefer Sutherland and Stand by Me? Oh, nice. There were a say I know would know this, but who yeah. he, who else was in his gang? His little group. Um, uh, there were because 
Were there any other well-known? I thought there were. There, there probably is when I go back and look at it. I mean, they're yeah. recognizable people, but as far as a big star like Kiefer Sutherland, were there any others? <laughs> yeah, I will have to look at that. Here's one. Oh. Balmuda, Greece and Greece too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, boy, that going to wrap those handlebars around that neck of his. (laughs) (laughs) We find out who he is. (laughs) Everyone around you thinks that you're a star. Who's that guy? Where did he come from? Who's that guy? Where can I get one? We have, we have to- totally devolved. We've lost control yeah. here, folks. We, uh, to get that back, um, this is going to amuse you, Eric, before you go on. Um, Kyle McLaughlin and anything. It, yes. Yes. Showgirls. <laughs> Showgirls. The Flintstones. Flintstones. <laughs> broken him again. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Wasn't he in the yes, he original was. Twin Peaks? Yes, he was. But, um, yeah, he always played the... Yeah. The anus. <laughs> all right. So so here's another angle to all this. And, and you brought up this topic. And again, like we always say, we we do hash out topics and we do think about them very shortly before we talk about them. But you brought this up and what immediately came to my mind was kind of an angle on the bad guy. A bad guy who is meant to be the antagonist, but is not necessarily doing quote unquote bad things. And and the example I gave you just very briefly. Oh yeah, yeah. Was uh, one of my favorite TV shows is The Shield. Oh yeah. And the antagonist for a lot of the first few seasons was Captain Aceveda. Now Vic Mackey is a guy who does bad things, and again I've always said my favorite type of character does bad things for good reasons. Captain Aceveda was trying to be by the book. So he really was following the law and wanting Mackie to follow the law, but he was the antagonist to Mackie, even though Mackie was doing good things for bad reasons and which were illegal. Yeah. But you found yourself rooting against the guy who was trying to follow the law. Yeah. But Aceveda had some baggage of his own. So, you know, you do have those villains who actually, in the grand scheme of things, are doing good things according to the law or yeah. according to ethics or according to, but they are the antagonist to the main character. Yeah. 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 Um, well, th- this is not a good example, but like, um, you know, those complicated things where you, you were for him and against him, depending on what part of the season is, uh, um, clay in sons of anarchy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. hell most of the, yeah. Most, most of the characters of the cat- are complicated. Characters. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin I mean, in WWE. I mean, Jax. I mean, look at Jax. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Jax came, he became, right. by the end of the show, the oh, uh, just, villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of show, Dexter yeah. Um, yeah. had some great villains, but the most memorable to me was the uh, Trinity Killer, right. uh, yeah. John Lithgow. Oh, right. Yeah. That was a great uh, season. Creepy, and creepy John Lithgow dude. did a fantastic yeah. job. Great right. job. But again, Dexter doing bad things yes. for good reasons. yeah. Makes him an excellent character. Uh, we were actually having a conversation with one of Brady's former students, correct? At, yeah, uh, yeah. At dinner. And uh, we were talking about, uh, not this topic, but we were talking about some, some TV. And you might have heard us 
alluding to this in the uh, Facebook Live, but uh, we were talking about a show that she brought up that I watched as well. It's called Lucifer. And right. Eric, I believe you said you've watched. Yes. And that is the ultimate, like, should you, should you, you know, should you root for this guy or yeah. should you be enjoying this guy so much? But I, I think also that's a great, that's a great uh, reflection of that actor. Oh, yeah. That plays that character so well. You yeah. just can't help but to like the guy. And can I give you my quote for Yeah. I felt very dirty rooting for the devil. <laughs> yeah. But the show's kind of surrounds that. You kind of need to be rooting for the devil. Yeah. Kind of. Is, is that is that too much yeah. rooting for? I, well, again, it's He not, has a personality. It's kind of like... Uh, you were the, talking the about Cyril, or the, yeah. not, not, but the uh, like Freddie and uh, yeah, Michael right. Myers, and, yeah, yeah. I know you guys said you didn't watch it, but in the the Netflix, uh, The Last Kingdom, King Alfred was one of those guys. You know, he was a villain a lot of the time, but then he was sympathetic. And he was re- it just depended on the episode, so it was complicated. Oh, I hate this guy. Oh, this guy's cool. Oh, I hate this guy. And it, it just in the process of two episodes, it just depended that, yeah, which makes a good, a well-played character. Right. Yeah. Very diverse. How about uh, Dan and Night Court? <laughs> oh, yeah. John Lithgow. Yeah. He was definitely... John Larroquette. Not, sorry, John Larroquette. Yeah. John Lithgow, my um, brain. John Larroquette... Uh, who, who, by the way, here's a little throwback. We talked about classic horror movies. Uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Was he in there? He wasn't in it, but if you uh, if you watch it, the beginning of it has a he there's a like some words like yeah. a, like a we want to call it like a forward not a forward whatever they call that beginning of the movie yeah kind of Star Wars and a galaxy yeah. and at the beginning of it it's it's a guy talking and it's it's John Larroquette talking in it really? oh, wow. he's the one saying yeah. Hmm. Macabre. He uses the word macabre. macabre. But anyway, Hi, but John Lithgow was definitely John Larroquette was definitely set up in Night Court to be the the jerk, you know, the ass. I right. mean, um, Newman in Seinfeld. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. Furley in Three's Company. <laughs> Mr. Furley. <laughs> Ruining their good fun. <laughs> so did, did every? I mean, I'm trying to think back. Was it? I mean, that's obviously. Protagonist, antagonist. I mean, it's that's that's literature. That's, that's yeah, you know. But I'm trying to think if every show back then had antagonists. So you bring up Furley. Who was the bigger antagonist, Furley or Roper? Oh, that's a good question. I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Roper because Mr. Furley was too silly to be you know taken seriously, but Roper, especially when he. Whenever he break the fourth wall and look at the camera, that evil well, Norman Fell glare after he roasted his wife. And one one thing that I think is is great about good good sitcoms. I, I mentioned King of Queens earlier. King of Queens doesn't really have a, an antagonist, doesn't have a bad guy or a villain, but there are certain characters. Um, They're foils. That, well, they 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 create. Um, uh, uh, who I can't I can't think of it. Who was the dad? Who was Carrie's dad in the show? Uh, Arthur, that lives with them. Right. Well, he gets so bent out of shape of people that he will make somebody a villain, and then that'll be kind of a big part of the, of the episode. Right. Yeah. You know, for instance, the episode where they're having a uh, creating sort of, conflict. Yes, yeah, so there's some sort of uh, they're having a, a, a gathering in their house, and there's a guy that's just standing beside the deviled eggs, eating too many deviled eggs, and Arthur's <laughs> Arthur's watching from afar, getting just bent out of shape because how many deviled eggs he's eating, and just makes a big deal out of it. So therefore, you know, he's made him the the villain, and but that is real life because right. 
we, and we talked about this, you know, oh, you're yeah. watching somebody stack up the breadsticks at the Pizza Hut buffet. <laughs> Banish them. Yeah. Uh, COVID has probably put an end to any buffets. Yeah. Well, at least where you can get your own. All I've right. heard that some buffets are opening and people, they're serving you from buffets. Well, true. But are you going to say <laughs> to someone, <laughs> me, bring me 27 breadsticks? Give me 19 breadsticks, please. Here's <laughs> uh, chicken wings. I'll take them, please. How many? No. <laughs> Just bring that, that whole vat. Bring them. <laughs> but, oh, well, I think that that was a pretty fun topic. It was. I'd, fun topic. Could have gone on and on oh, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the uh, outsiders, that, your socias. Would you consider the socias the? Uh, hmm. Well, think yeah. about it. The the leader oh. of the socias. Uh, uh, what was his name? Who played the leader of the socias? Oh, jeez, Louise. That's bad. Yeah, it'll, it'll come to me later as yeah. soon as we sign off. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, he was kind of the the villain. Yeah. Uh, but James then again, Spader in a lot of eighties movies was. Oh yeah. yeah, but then again, I guess so was uh, the. Uh, Maybe the Matt Dillon character in right. uh, which I can't remember which one he yeah. was. Was he so? Uh, wasn't he wasn't Soda Pop? No, um, not Pony Boy. Not Pony Boy. Wow, we're yeah. spent. Yeah. yeah, but either yeah. way, yeah. he was. I guess he kind of would have been a villain on the uh, the Greaser side because right. he was out starting trouble and. And, and I'll just leave because we do have to wrap this up. But Iceman and Top Gun. Yeah. Because he never was, seen it. He, what? See, that's my Jerry Maguire. Never seen it. Yeah, you've never seen Top Gun, no. dude. How's that possible? I haven't. Wow, I didn't see that coming. I just thought you didn't like science fiction. Um, but yeah, um, is Ralph Top Gun science fiction. Well, no, I just that's why I was assuming oh, it was just was limited only, to okay. yeah. Um, but Val Kilmer was the he was the uh, hot dog handle, but <laughs> he was still fighting the cummy rats, you know. So he he got to be a because he was good at what he did, mm-hmm. but anyway. Um, since we're wrapping this episode up, can I throw out a happy birthday to my sister Mindy Inboden, who is a Absolutely. fan and listener, an earbud, an earbud, and a wonderful sister who I can't say enough about. But she listens to all of our shenanigans and wants to say happy birthday to my sister. Happy, happy. I I think you have one more thing to throw out. We said it, we said it on Facebook Live, but I think we need to say it here too about uh, our celebrity earbud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was uh, driving to get dog food at the dollar store, and I just happened to flip on the radio and Lance McAllister, uh, Cincinnati sports talk legend, and he happened to be talking about a topic about you know things that you're embarrassed to wear back in the day, you know, like parachute pants. So on his Twitter feed, I said, "Hey, Lance, uh, you know, uh, check out my my." friends we do this podcast and we tackled this topic and he responded that and and the way he responded he said that you know you could tell that he listened to it he picked out specifics and i that's my i think our first celebrity listener that we know of that we know of and 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 the funny thing is we've we've shouted out to these different people we've talked if you're listening yeah (laughs) we could have shouted out to lance McAllister if if we had done a sports topic yeah We actually have a celebrity listener. Yeah, so he listened. We appreciate that. Just very cool, Lance. If you're listening, um, steer some of your hundred thousand plus, two hundred eighty thousand, two hundred eighty thousand toward us there. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So you just never know who's listening. That that's the bottom line here. We we found even through the Facebook Live thing that we've done here the past few days. Yeah, people pop into the room and and whatnot that we 
we really didn't know if they're listening or not, but uh, we, we get numbers. We don't get specifics of names, of course, but uh, yeah. we appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, including celebrities like um, Lance. Kim Peltixen, my neighbor. Oh, yeah. Well, She's a yes. celebrity. Everyone yeah. who listens is a celebrity in my book. Exactly. Yes, you're, yes, you're all celebrities in our book. Uh, but Lance is on uh, 700 WLW. Yes. We are both iHeartRadio commodities. Yes. You can find our podcast on iHeartRadio as well. twins. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can also find us again at uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and most anywhere you might find a podcast. Our uh, host page, anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast. And uh, again, you can find us on Twitter at uh, play it by ear pod number two. And uh, you can email us at playbyearpodcast2020 at gmail.com. So that rounds out episode 18. Look for us. Uh, we will probably do another uh, Facebook Live at Brady Calls and Pep Rally. So I guess we can go with that uh, before our next recording. So uh, we'll throw a little post on Facebook warning you of that uh, if you'd like to join. Uh, as always, we like your input, and uh, you may hear some of your topics on our show, so uh, keep that in mind. With that, gentlemen, a pleasure as always, yes, and yes. Uh, stay tuned for episode 19 in a few days. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.